All right. You guys want to see something really high tech? You're yeah. going to check out Black House 375. Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes app put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Black don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listen into Black Cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen into Black Cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen into Black Met this girl, she smiled at my face. Black cast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen into Black Cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black cast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin'. Listen into Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Litho. Listen into Black Cast. Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast, it's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. That's that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show. This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling and Jeff DeRay. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Oh, uh, that's right. Not only do we have an intro, we have two intros now. Welcome to everyone watching live on uh, YouTube for Blackcast 375. Blackcast Live 375. Will Sterling coining the phrase uh, earlier. Uh, right now, mentioned in the intro, Jeff DeRay, but uh, not visible in the moment. We'll check in on him in a little bit. But uh, mentioned in the intro and here, Will Sterling, Will Sterling underscore, who now is not the one with the least amount of hair on top of his head on the black cast because it is a triumphant return of Coltrane, not mentioned in the theme song, but here. So uh, already I've got to apologize. Coltrane, first of all, it's great to see you. It's great to see you as well. When we were first connected, Will made the point we haven't seen you in a while. We've. We haven't talked to you in a little bit, but uh, we also haven't uh, actually seen you in a little while. Uh, the uh, chat is already starting. Uh, Rock620 wants to know, was that a cassette tape that I played? No, uh, it was actually <laughs> a cell phone, but uh, I did put in the rewind sound effect because that's where I'm at. Minicus Saxon gave us a nice ahoy. Oh, wait, so, I uh, I anyway, I can Ooh. reply where okay. we are. And StreamYard. Anyway, uh, StreamYard is another one of these programs that has a uh, free version, which is why basically plastered on Will Sterling's head is the duck and the StreamYard logo. Uh, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not paying for it. They give you 20 hours for free, and I'm like, well, even even the show that I do, I, I I'm not paying for more than 20 hours. We'll we'll do them other ways. Uh, Coltrane, there's so many things to ask you about that are really important. But Al Andy in the chat brings up probably the most important. Al Andy would like a 90-day fiancé update, please. Well, here's the problem with that. I actually stopped watching 90-day fiancé a little while back. 
because one of the people that was on the show was so horrible. It just like annoyed me. And I just got so pissed off watching it. I was like, I just can't. It's, it, it was mentally affecting me. So I had to say, I can't watch right now. But everyone that I got to start watching it is all like, oh, you got to get back into it. It's so good now. So I don't know. I, I will catch up, I'm sure. But I'm not there yet. All right. So uh, that's the update. Uh, <laughs> Jeff DeRay has joined us now here in the flesh. Uh, also in the hizzy. Uh, I think that's still cool, right? Sure. Why not? <laughs> great, great answer. Uh, we may be joined by someone else who used to be a regular on this show, but uh, despite going back and forth with that person many times, he eventually wrote to me today and said, yeah, I'm going to try, but I'm going to be driving. So who knows where he's driving to, but no, uh, we'll, we'll see if we get it. <laughs> he's, just, he's just driving around San Bernardino. Yeah. So he doesn't have to do this. Uh, he finds an excuse to not right, do hey, something, right. even when he has literally no excuses not to do something. I do the same well, thing all the time. We'll see. <laughs> Coltrane, if you're not watching 90 Day Fiance, what are you doing? How is quarantine treating you? Perfect. Like, it's it's fine with me. What I was doing before quarantine, I was basically watching my nephew full time. And since quarantine happened, like, I don't have to do that. So I'm in a house that's like, twice as big as my condo was in LA. So I've got space and I've got a yard. So like I can go outside, get a little fresh air, still not have to see anybody. Life's good. I, I love it. Now, uh, obviously all four of us are uh, keeping socially distant on the other side of the country. The simple fact is that there is big news back in New England and Jeff Gronk come out of retirement so that he can play with his boy TB12 in Tampa, even though there won't be any football this year. Jeff, in a nutshell, your thoughts. They're traitors. Damn. <laughs> Man, <laughs> many more okay. You and, fucking and backstabbing piece of shit. They can go to hell. That's what I think. And also in our previous episode, Jeff said that he hopes there's no NFL this season just because of this. Yeah, just can miss out on the whole thing. So, Coltrane, your thoughts on TB12 uh, relocating into Sunshine and Gronk coming out of retirement? I was prepared for the fact that he wasn't going to come back to New England this year. I wasn't sure if he was going to, like, retire or not, but I I knew he wasn't going to come back to New England. I mean, TB12, that is. I was like, all right, where's he going to go? What's he going to do? Fine. It's like, of all the places he could have gone, like, Tampa Bay is a loser franchise. It is, it's had two good seasons ever. So it's like, why would you go there? Like, at least Miami, like, you feel like Giselle would be happy in Miami because it's like an international city and stuff, but it's like Tampa Bay, really? They had the most success built on the backs of other people's hard work, a la when uh, Gruden took over for Dungy. That's, but, what, that's uh, what I'm saying. Dungy had, like, the, he built the team. John Gruden won the Super Bowl with the team, and those were the only two good years they ever had. And let's be honest, there are three good seasons for all of Tampa Bay sports in their history. So it seems like a place you move when the, when you're looking for a, a tax break. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. why I said like Miami would have made sense because it's like still in Florida, you get the tax break, but it's Miami. It's like a better city. It's just... Tampa Bay. I don't know. Like that. That's the part that I just, I was so surprised by. I mean, I guess the fact that they have been so traditionally like terrible means that even like an eight and eight season will be like great. And, you know, you can kind of ride off into the sunset as like a hero to another franchise. Like, 
goody, but I just think Tampa Bay sucks. So I, and I don't think they're going to be better this year. So it kind of doesn't matter, but whatever. Well, Jason Blair has a, a few really important points. The first is they have a pirate ship in their stadium. So, I mean, that is pretty awesome. You know, I mean, you can't discount that. I do discount that. That's stupid. I mean, <laughs> dumb. I mean, they're not pirates. It's a joke. Stop firing guns <laughs> off. We know it gives everybody in your state a boner for the second. Cool. Pow, pow, guns. Ugh. <laughs> Look. Jeff, back, man. Tell what us happened how you really to you? <laughs> what happened to me? What happened to you, Jeff? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Look, what pisses me off about this is all the piling on and like the obnoxious stuff, like all the articles that have to be like, yeah, fuck Bill Belichick right in his face. And all the fans are a bunch of toxic cunts. And I'm like, cool. So like, I get it. I totally do get it because it's like, oh, it's totally expected. Kick them when they're down. That's what everybody does to everybody. I understand. But at the same time, I'm just like, it's just annoying stuff where it's like, the stuff that really pisses me off is when I have conversations with people who are like, Oh yeah, no, you don't ever have to check Tom Brady's uh, ball temperatures in uh, Tampa Bay. And I'm like, why, why would that be any less applicable in this new situation? And it's like a whole new set of rules and circumstances are getting locked on them. And what's really pissing me off is everything Tom has to say, like this whole new personality he's trying to bring out is dog shit. It's awful. Like go back to saying nothing, <laughs> say less, say less. He's like, I'm on island time now. I'm hey, playing. Stop a day. I walk in the same houses. It's wicked cool. <laughs> he talked to Howard Stern for like an hour and a half. So that'll tell you that it's a, it's a little bit of a, of a different uh, TB12. And by the way, Uvula Scrimshaw pointed out that uh, they should change the name of the city and the team to Tampa Bay. So I appreciate that. Uh, you know what? As far as a marketing I mean, thing, I didn't even think about that. But the TV works for the TV12. Got it. It's all marketing. <laughs> That's true. Uh, then uh, back to for total bitch one two and one two as we all know is code for the police because he's a total bitch narc. So fuck Tom. Yeah. Uh, it's also if you want to you want to break down the <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, he, he came armed with a uh, with a thermal detonator. Also, twelve. Number one is P, and number two is poo. So it's P uh, right on top of poo. P poo. <laughs> That's what Tom Brady is. Uh, Tom Brady's like that diarrhea song. It's just like as much as you want to forget about it, it's just there. Okay. All right. I was going to let that one go and just like let it go. It's in the movie. It's in the movie Big. I got nothing. Yeah. I thought Jeff I would milk, give us a little song. Lemonade I mean, I around the corner. A, Tom Brady is made. Good enough. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like when you're going up the ladder and you feel that poo poo splatter diarrhea. Diarrhea. Oh. That song, yeah, classic. I'm surprised I forgot about that from my childhood. Yeah, yeah it's I'm on Kiss Alive that Four. That's that probably. Yeah, <laughs> I know the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra really, really brings it home with that one. Oh, we got a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, offering up a cameo? Is, is a girl Kate. coming to crash our our dude? She's cast? doing yoga. 
That's Casey, yeah. No girls allowed. This is the He-Man Woman Haters Club. It's, I know. Uh, <laughs> mostly because Zia said no. So uh, once that hey, happened, dude, uh, she was like, I was already on, literally on this week. I don't need to be on again. <laughs> uh Scrimshaw also appreciates the song. Jason Blair complained that, why are you doing this at 3.30? I've got a lawn to mow. And uh, this is I, we just we can't win. You know, we do them at like nine o'clock uh, our time because it's convenient for me, and we get a lot of complaints. And so I do it in the afternoon, trying to make everybody happy. And uh, Jason's going to mow the lawn, but uh, honestly, it's uh, what's the difference between mowing the lawn tomorrow, Saturday, or mowing it on Wednesday? It's all the same day. Hey, we're all in quarantine right now, so what difference does it make? <laughs> what, what are, you, are your well, neighbors really way, looking at you? Like, ah, the ah, for people that do have to work during the week uh, versus letting them have a day of peace during the weekend. Shots <laughs> fired, Jason. You're a D. Boom. Wow. He's <laughs> bringing the heat today. What's going on? Uh, I'm long just kidding. time. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's bringing the high heat. Look out. He'll knock you down. Uh, Sam Whitfield says, hey, gang, love to see Sam Whitfield. Jason Mulner says, no, Zia, bracket, disconnect. That's all right. I don't blame you. If she's not going to be here, I don't know that any of us should be here. So that's fair. But uh, love seeing uh, Sam Whitfield. I I was on Sam Whitfield's podcast, I guess, uh, last Sunday. And uh, I I think I talked to him for two hours or as uh, when we finished, I told him that if this were a black cast, this is what we call halftime, right at the two-hour mark. <laughs> Pretty much. True story. He just make an appearance and then go, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm getting spoiled doing these black casts now at home because we don't have to sit in the Afterbus studio for like four hours and at the two-hour mark be like, it is so fucking hot. Do we have to stay here for two more hours doing seven more episodes? So this is great. This is really working out well for me. And then I can <laughs> now, move my lot. Come on, don't exaggerate. If, if you were going to sit there for four more hours you'd only be doing one more episode. You wouldn't be doing seven. That's crazy talk. You're right, uh, you're speaking right. of your lawn, Will, I know that you had an event planned. We were going to do a socially distant picnic, but it is hot. Too hot. Too and hot to uh, did you cancel it because it was hot? Uh, no. everyone else said we're not coming over it's too hot right well there's a weird delay in here so i feel like i hear your question then i answer it and then you hear me much later so i'm like do i do this concise or do i get real chatty for for a certain individual or two it was the temperature was was too high but i'm used to ramona summers which is like could get up to 115 so with dry heat i'm like this is this is the dream and i'm used to the rent being too damn high Bam. I, I had to get a little political right here. Just had to get a little political. Go to the rent is too damn high. Yeah. The, the rent is too damn high. And and Jeff, yes, because of the delay, Jeff was able to jump in and make the joke that I was uh, sitting on that uh, Ramona Summers was actually my favorite of Scott Pilgrim's girlfriends. So you see, everybody wins. <laughs> That's a it's a balmy like no, 95 degrees in the valley today. So uh, Coltrane, I'm sure you miss that right now. Yeah, it's like 60 here today, so it's kind of perfect. It's kind of really nice, and like I said, I mean, because I have a yard, I can go outside and enjoy it, but I don't have to see anybody, and I'm not going to mow my lawn anyway. So I'm good. Sam makes a great point. We're saying that Will is too hot for a picnic, and I would say yes, Will is too hot for a picnic, especially now that he's uh, shorn those lovely locks of his. He's so much hotter than he used to be. 
I have to, I would I would have to put SPF on my head. Well, it's so hot. We're gonna have to call out the firehouse. So <laughs> I'm gonna need some I'm gonna need some cold gin, you know, to cool me down. Yeah. See, it's fun for me because with the anyway. delay between your voice and video, it looks like I'm watching an anime of Christian. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I, I do wonder what it looks like for for people watching. Uh, do you have the delay, or is it through this program that those of us who are actually in it, you know, I think the more of us there are, the bigger the delay is. Uh, so if we do end up with a fifth person in here, and by the way, even if that person doesn't make time for us, we'll have cameos from some other friends. So it'll be interesting to see that if we put a fifth person in, if all of our uh, Wi-Fi just starts to all of a sudden crawl and, uh, you know, look, this is the fun thing. You know, some people would have done a test run instead of just doing this live, but come on, in the words of the great Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we'll yeah. do it live. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant in the words uh, of the great anyway. Bill O'Reilly. Uh, his guy Friday, Christian Blatt. Is, uh, Miller? Who's Christian Blatt? <laughs> True story. Trying, you did miss that. Uh, I did. Uh, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Damn right it is. I, I, I mean, about that. So, according to Dominica Saxon, everyone's video is fine except mine. Mine's on a delay. So, I was going to say, it, see, it sort of felt like that because I feel like with Jeff and Will, like when they're talking, like and they, they're, they finish, I can see them finish. But with you, it does seem like there's more of a delay. <laughs> I just my didn't know if it was on my you're the host, so. though. It's probably because uh, you the host computer, so you gotta yeah. like your bandwidth has to hold yeah. all ours too, or some shit like that. This room at the back of my garage has often been referred to quite affectionately as the murder room, and uh, it's because it's uh, encased in concrete and it's at the back of the garage. And I think the only reason that it works for this purpose is that the router is literally right above me <laughs> upstairs in the living room. So um, I don't know, but uh, Coltrane. We've uh, we haven't had you on in in a while, and uh, I'll take the blame on that. That's on me. So we we want to know pre quarantine. You were you were watching your nephew most of the day, uh, but what else was uh, what else was happening? Uh, you know what's what's new in the world of Coltrane? Really, this was this was kind of like a it it was just there was a lull in like what was going on, so I was starting to like get in and um i still have i still have some painting to do in my house so i was gonna like do some do some work like that and there just wasn't a lot going on like the winter just got like kind of really slow and just taking care of my nephew is mostly has been like mostly it it's like i take care of my nephew uh i take care of my grandmother and that's been that's been the bulk of what i've been doing this is probably uh, way for christian to and uh i thought time to, <laughs> to mention I was going to say, I, and then I he didn't froze. even hear that. That's, even that's better. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Coltrane, you and I had a uh, fun text exchange uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I sent you a meme. Do you remember what? Uh, of my future ex-wife? Lover. Still yeah, lover. It was a photo of Casey Anthony. And then the text under the photo, of, guess who's not getting that extra $500? <laughs> but then oh, your boy. response was, was sweet. <laughs> Best $500 I ever spent. 
I mean, it kind of works for her. I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, she was found not guilty. That's all I'm saying. It's all that I'm saying. I'm sure there was some conspiracy at play there because that's what she said. And I believe her. If I'm reading between I, the line, wants her to beat him like uh, she beat her child. But like down there. This happening. I can't. I don't like this delay. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I don't, I don't even know what you were going for. There. That was weird. Yeah, well, sure. I think that Coltrane, you'd be okay to be uh, duct taped and thrown in her trunk. I think that part you're fine with. That was, it was, the, yeah. Sure. I guess I didn't understand this fantasy. Sorry. The fantasy was really just banging Casey Anthony. Everything else is sort of irrelevant. The delay makes it's, the whole uh, thing like a little it, bit more odd. So it's like it just sort of adds to it, which <laughs> even kind of makes it funnier. If you you know, like the, the oddity of the delay, and it's like, okay, so wait, so which part of the whole thing are you saying with Casey Anthony? And uh, see, it all works out. You know, before I saw that meme, I hadn't thought about her in a while. Uh, she hasn't been. She's been staying out of the news. Do you think that Casey Anthony's a good girl now, Coltrane? Uh, I always thought that she was um good girl. Um, yeah. Like, if you're saying because she was from Florida, do I think that she's a Florida good girl? Sure, I'll give you that. The rest of the world, uh, well, the rest of the world except Germany, because Germany's pretty fucked up, too. So, other than that, in Germany and Florida, she's a good girl. Yes. Outside of that... I think she's a good four girl. She's good for something. In Germany, we call her Fräulein Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I know Christian's always referring to like your love of the Daily Mail. Is like Germany the Florida of Europe or some shit? And I didn't know about this. Yeah, Germany or Florida is a big thing. Yeah, you get I, a crazy I, headline like a dude chopped off a guy's wiener and barbecued it and put it in a hot dog bun. You're like, it, chances are that was either in Florida or Germany. Okay. I legitimately I think that that's a story from Germany. <laughs> yeah, I actually I think that, that I, I believe that that story actually happened in Germany. <laughs> I get I get that there's like you believe some weird twisted shit coming out of uh, of either of them. I just guess I never really equated them to the same kind of debauchery. But Loveline used to play the game Germany that's, or Florida. Yeah, that's where I used. That's to, where, that's where I, I got it. Yeah. We get it. You love Dr. Drew. Cool. That's why I do like that. There's a great, there's a great uh, Twitter account called Florida Man, and it's just like all these fucking ridiculous Florida Man headlines because it's always like Florida Man steals baby and pawns it for like a pair of house slippers. Like just something like really fucking <laughs> either gross or just really, really bizarre. Have you seen any of that Innocence Files show on Netflix? No. There's like a scene in like the second or whatever episode where it's like this district attorney where it's like, first of all, you go into it and some of the episodes are trying to build this tension. Like, is this guy going to get arrested for this? Is he innocent? And you're like, yeah, he's <laughs> a fucking innocent file. He's getting arrested. <laughs> What's going to happen? Uh, there was one scene where there's like DA who looks like he's, Gary Busey's like taller, more slender cousin or some shit is like, uh, after this guy's already once been removed from jail because of DNA evidence and he's trying to try him again. And he's like, well, you think this is the first time somebody sold a kid for a crack rock or $50 for a crack rock. And it was just like, 
bro, <laughs> you just look so bad right now on so many levels. Because again, I know this guy's going to end up being innocent. And you're basically like, he sold his uh, girlfriend's baby for a crack rock. When it's like, oh no, a serial rapist where there was other cases like this is the one who did it? Crazy. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that show out now. See, that sounds good. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Coltrane, are you watching uh, Love Is Blind? I haven't seen it yet, but I feel like that might be up your alley. I mean, I've seen some highlights of it. I haven't seen like the whole thing. It's kind of something that I watch, so it's it seems interesting. I mean, okay. I just started the first episode of uh, Tiger King, so I got oh, to yeah. that first, and then I'll then I'll do something. Like that, like love is blind. Yeah. Which Christian is, by the way, you. that guy should have should have. Again, like, I've talked about forward. how I haven't seen that much of Tiger King, but the most surprising thing about Tiger King is that I think nobody on that show is from Florida, right? I thought the I thought Carol Yo, was no. from Florida. Carol Baskins is set in Florida. Her whole life, she's her whole park is set in Florida. And the That's other guy, I think that she fed her husband to the right Florida. Florida. Uh, the Fordman Twitter account is uh, fairly earnest over the past month because uh, wow. actual Florida has been cr- pretty crazy. But if you yeah. go back to early March, you get a, a pure Florida man headline: Florida man Ernest accused of masturbating in front of him says he was just adjusting his hernia. <laughs> <laughs> Florida. Florida man steals $33,000 worth of rare coins, cashes them in in Coinstar machine for $29.30. <laughs> now that one sounds like the onion, but it's actually from the Palm Beach Post. Uh, so I guess that's a real one, you know? So uh, <laughs> that's a good one. But uh, one more. Florida man who earns $18,000 a year convinces IRS to give him a million dollar tax refund. Wait a minute. That guy's a genius. I, I don't, I, I don't, that's not in the spirit of Florida man. That guy's my hero. <laughs> that would be sweet. That guy would go out and spend it and then say, okay, what do you, how do you expect me to give you back a million dollars that I never had? Your dumbasses gave me a million dollars. I misread Sam Whitfield's comment. Tiger King like nachos, but dumber. But actually, it says Tiger King is like narcos, but dumber. Uh, both solid comments, but I thought he was saying that he was dumber than a plate of nachos. So I thought that was good. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was like nachos in that you can't have just one. Yeah. Like once you get in there, you're going through the whole batch. That show is funny. Like that guy is a mess and it's funny. I'm digging that show. I, that's why I'm definitely going to like, you know, get through the whole thing because that shit's funny. <laughs> All he ever does is like rail against uh, Carol Baskins. It's just like, she's the bane of my existence. Yeah. Carol Baskins. She should open up a Carol Baskin Robbins. What the 33rd flavor would be her husband processed through the meat grinder. Yep. <laughs> if someone hasn't already thought of that, Will. You could just call it Soylent Green because we all know Soylent Green is people. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Raging Rhino says that he's playing a fun game, trying to guess if my video is lagging or if I'm just listening intently. The answer is both. There's the uh, the video lag, but I'm also listening very intently. And I'm waiting for a moment to jump in. And then they actually speak about eight seconds later. So uh, I think it's working out really well, actually. Let's all, let's all just do this constantly and give each other about four seconds space after somebody stops talks. You know, just do this and then we'll wait. I concur. I think that's a great idea. 
You guys are onto something. I think we should have each been given a talking stick. And then when you're done talking, you put this talking stick down. Except for the fact that if we did get Bujenski on, we all know what his talking stick would be. <laughs> There's a lot of maneuvering that needs to happen here. <laughs> the bell delay was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, you know, because people come to us for the hard hitting news, let's talk about some real hardcore international news. Raise your hand. Who thinks that Kim Jong un is still alive? Raise your hand. I didn't even know there was a news story involving me. I've been so I, out of it. I knew because our fearless leader is never going to die. He is an immortal legend. Boom! I didn't know anything about this. So I just, yeah, I guess, just set my hand up because I hadn't heard anything either way. So me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so two points. Uh, I'm the only one who didn't end up. I'm the only one that has a job where I need to follow the news, whatever. (laughs) Two, Coltrane's right about leader will never die. And two, as has been contended many times, he has no asshole. Uh, That that has been a a statement of fact that Kim Jong-un does not, in fact, have an asshole. Uh, And that is uh, something that uh, I believe... Well, he just can't receive it. Obviously, he could still have anal sex. No, no. I mean, I said anal cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Jeff, if you're going to say anal, I'm only going one place, okay? (laughs) Especially on this show. (laughs) That's why I like Casey Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) So there have been rumors surrounding the fearless leader. Kim Jong-un. Uh, oh, I'm so glad that Gene Beretta has jumped in. The children's author jumps in right as we're talking about Kim Jong-un's asshole and uh, anal uh, warts. We haven't even gotten to anal warts yet, but that's that's the next down. If you look at your rundown, that's actually the next one. That's number eight. So, in any case, uh, Kim Jong-un uh, went in for surgery. Uh, I guess maybe to I don't know, spackle up that asshole that he doesn't have. I'm not even really sure. But uh, the uh, the simple fact was that the surgery didn't go well. So I guess uh, the North Korean doctors are not the caliber that we've all been led to believe. There was a report that had to be retracted pretty early that he was brain dead. And they, uh, but then the it sort of turned into like, yeah, we're pretty sure he's dead but you can't really get any information out of there. So that's why I was asking that the worst part of this is that we were supposed to have him on next. He was going to be on the black cast finally, because he's been a big fan for a while. We were going to do one of these four way splits. Uh, It it was going to include Dennis Rodman, but uh, unfortunately I guess that's not going to happen. So uh, does anybody here want to eulogize Kim Jong-un just in case he is dead? Uh, No, because if you, if you spread the misinformation that, that our fearless leader is dead then they will come and kill you. So I will not say anything other than hail our fearless leader. I believe he's going to come back as Kim Jong do. That's a French (laughs) joke. <laughs> I heard that he was traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we're not sure yet. We don't know. Fuck him. He should go to hell. Go right to goddamn hell. That is Tampa Bay. Oh, oh, Babylon! Babylon! <laughs> He's drinking. Oh, Dure. 
Well, uh, you know, we were talking about North Korea not that long ago here on the Blackcast, and uh, the the joke that I made was that you don't have to worry about anybody in North Korea having the coronavirus because if they uh, they'll shoot them, ha ha ha, good joke. And then the next week, I literally read a headline that the first person that they found who that was the confirmed case of it, they shot and killed. So uh, I was like, oh, okay. So sometimes the uh, you know the, the truth is just is just a little bit too funny, I guess. That's why, like, when there were reports that there weren't wasn't a high like coronavirus level in North Korea, it's like, yeah, because everyone they suspected they just shot. The end. That's how they got rid of it. Do you, I feel like they don't play around over there. Yeah, I feel like this is like the cold. And I say this because I'm sure it's not true, but it's like the level of depravity that I expect from them based on everything you have heard and all the like blatant misinformation is that like to them, the citizenry is like as disposable as like, well, get rid of them. That's one less mouth to not feed. So <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he like he's taking out like a bunch of members of his own family. So, yeah, like Joe Average on the street who brought coronavirus in out. So the interesting thing about North Korea is that I guess next in line is is his sister. And uh, I don't know that much about her. Uh, just that fortunately, she doesn't look anything like him Two, Jason Blair in the chat said that she's a thousand times more evil than him. I, I, I really don't know that much about her, but I'll you know what? Here, here's the uh, the silver lining there. Good for North Korea for having a, a, a ruthless dictator who happens to be a woman. Uh, something that puts them, you know, obviously decades ahead of the United States. I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> good call good call sorry that I support uh, women so, uh, okay so uh, I did some reading it said that he got a stint and the surgeon his hands were shaking I don't know if anybody watches the office where there's a Japanese character who goes in Japan me number one surgeon Yakuza boss needs surgery come in I say hands so nervous, they're shaking. Yakuza boss, die. But I lie. Hands, okay, because me, number one surgeon. He <laughs> 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 confesses that he murdered the Yakuza boss by pretending to be nervous. <laughs> and the description of Kim Jong-un getting hurt is because the surgeon's hands are shaking. And I'm like, this guy might have potentially been that office character willingly murdering Kim Jong-un. Oh, that would be too good. But now that we know that the truth is, you know, more crazy than jokes, it could be very possible. It, let's face it. If that if that surgeon's hands were shaking, then that surgeon is dead. Just so you you're, know. That guy, right. he's done. He died. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like, are you really going to X off your surgeons? That's like your one surgeon in the whole country. Clearly, you don't pay much attention to North Korea. Yes, they would. That dude would be dead. Nice. Jeff's always been a South Korea guy. I mean, I think that uh, Jeff, I'm not, uh, I'm not putting you in a corner with that. Oh! Right? I'm an old school guy. I just believe in one Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I still refer to it as Czechoslovakia. Do you feel that? Do you feel that way about Dakotas and Carolinas? Yeah, there's one. Sweet Carolina. 
<laughs> Sam Whitfield uh, stirring it up in the chat saying that uh, Kim Jong-un's sister still less evil than Hillary. I don't know about that, but here's what I do know. Uh, probably has uh, killed Hillary. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> you don't know that. I mean, I've like never heard of possible. Is this just because I'm ignorant about like, uh, yeah, I didn't know this about today. Or- Cause I'm just like, no, I mean, I've been hearing about like, I actually, like I actually do read the daily mail a lot. So I actually do read a lot of news and I, okay. I have heard. So I have actually heard about her, which is why I, I'm not surprised that she actually is more ruthless than Kim Jong-un is. Wow. Cause the daily mail. Kim Jong-un is for Kim Jong-un. <laughs> the that was guys. Good. I thought you guys didn't know that Hillary Clinton was a murderer. I thought that was the part we were going to have to explain, but everybody seems to know that. So we can turn the page on that. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coltrane, something that we've talked a lot about while we've uh, been uh, socially distant on the black cast is, you know, the idea that eventually things will return to normal. When are you Coltrane? When are you comfortable going back to a movie theater or uh, a sporting event? How many days later is Coltrane going in? from the uh, like opening day at Fenway, you know, how many days from then would you be comfortable going, you know, movie theater and uh, say a baseball game? I have been socially distant from people for a long time. I mean, I don't really have to go out of my house that much, so I don't, but I just don't think that like, there's a whole lot that you're going to be able to do to stop it. I think that we're flattening the curve. I think things are going to get better. I think as we get to, towards the winter, things are going to get worse again and then they'll get better. So I'd probably go pretty early because I just kind of feel like it's going to have, like, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. I think that we've all been doing the best we can. And so I would probably go pretty early. I'm not, I'm not that concerned about it. Uh, UV the scrim show has a good, uh, when the uh, peep shows open again, uh, are you like UV the scrim show? Are you going on opening night? Uh, are you going to buy tickets or are you going to give it a week before they uh, clean things up? Listen, strippers need love too. I, I mean, I feel like because of the uh, social social distancing, like the cam girls has kind of been where it's at. Like they're mm. they're everyone's trying to jump in and be a cam girl now. So the strippers are going to have too. a little. It's gonna, hard to get cracked into this industry because I guess I'm not girly enough, but I tried. God, I sure tried. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I don't believe I mean, look, is that I Will thinks he's not girly tomorrow. enough. Will, you know you're girly enough. It's true. I just like uh, when I see Jeff and, uh, Jacob like, back, like, <laughs> just waiting to see what's happening. <laughs> he basically, he left the, the cartoon bomb with the extra long wick. And he lit it, and he's like, oh, I can sit down, and, and this thing's not going to go off for like a minute. Let me just watch. Uh, Jacob Downey uh, has the suggestion of a 24-hour live stream of girls eating peeps. And you name it, Peep Show. And he also throws in hashtag mukbang. That's a little shout out for you, Jeff DeRay. I'm gonna get. I, don't know. I just wanted to know if anybody would watch. Would anybody else would watch I, the Peep Show? See, I actually find <laughs> I find Peeps themselves to be vile. So no, I would not watch that. There's a lot of crazy porn that I would watch coming out of Germany, but I would not watch anything involving Peeps because Peeps, that's a, that's a bridge too far for me. Okay. So you would rather watch two girls, one cup than two girls, one peep. I don't think I was going that far, but you know, neither. Will is, is truly like a store brand of white claw. What exactly is truly? truly I've seen you post about it. And you know what? I think I'm on team truly over white claw. too artificially like, like the flavor. 
It's too like chemically. Truly is great. And you know what? Shocker. Bud Light Seltzer. Not terrible. I'm with you, Will. And just literally like two minutes ago, Will, you said you're not girly enough. And yet you've just proven to us that you are. Oh, how dare you? Nothing could be more masculine than a watermelon kiwi. Uh, <laughs> truly. Hard seltzer, Christian. It says hard seltzer, just like my penis. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. All right. If we're going to celebrate the black cast, and let's just really watch how lightning quick all of our connections are uh, after I join a fifth person into the chat, uh, we wouldn't be able to talk about the black cast and celebrate it if we didn't bring in Mr. Matt and KC, sober as a bird on Twitter, he Just was there. There he is. Hey, there we go. I'm here. I got the black hey, I love that. You also have a murder basement. I'm so proud of you. Uh, this is my garage. And I'm oh. currently painting, so it's a work in progress. But I, <laughs> the most important thing, I think, is the old gang is on the TV. So, love it. Uh, what do you guys want like to I like it. Make sure I got good audio. There we go. Good audio and good internet connection are optional on this. Don't worry about it. We're not. Right. We're not really working towards those goals. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, we appreciate you uh, jumping in and, and joining in. Here we are uh, celebrating Blackcast 375, uh, an anniversary no one wanted us to commemorate. But as I tweeted out yesterday, it's the anniversary that no one can run away from. We're making people celebrate this with us. What is something that's happened on the show recently that has gotten the Matt and Casey seal of approval, which, of course, that seal of approval tastes just like barbecue sauce? That's it's true. Uh, everything has been great so far. It's tough to pick on a cook moment. But uh, even just today, Coltrane had some fantastic singers, and we miss him in the black cast. See, Matt, I knew I always liked you. I always liked you a lot. <laughs> a man of discerning taste. Yeah. Guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Casey Anthony. See how this all ties back together? <laughs> uh, and uh, Matt, I want you to know that Sam Whitfield points out that you're a lot younger than he thought. So I think that's a compliment, but I'm not quite sure, Matt. It sounds like a compliment to me. And either way, I will smile and nod like a good human being. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a breakfast nook in your kill room that you're working in right now? What's going on out there? Well, currently I'm painting the garage, uh, so there's no breakfast nook yet, but there's there's always room for a breakfast nook. I mean, Absolutely. Yes, I could not agree with you. But otherwise, it's been going good. How, how's you guys' uh, quarantine going? Anything exciting or fun? Or? A lot of drinking. Yeah, I mean... A lot of drinking, a lot of writing, you know, uh, a lot of push-ups. You got to get that... Keep it 100. Yeah. I mean, gotta you know, know how that is. Gotta get that pump because I gotta come out of this quarantine the most fit that I've ever been. You know, it's like I know what it needs to get prison ripped now. And then the wheelchairage will be in full swing. Right. Yes. Right. Oh, my I'm still wheelchairage. Damn right I am. Oh. I have faith in my boy. It's picking up steam. See, no. I know when to get back into the picture. You see how this all works together? <laughs> come on. You just need to picture all those casting directors that didn't cast you as Superboy and trained like Rocky in the snow with trees. That's what I'm doing. That's basically what quarantine is like for me. That's why I shave my head. Excellent. Now, the head shave looks good, Will, and I, I'm so glad you got rid of that little tuft. That was, uh, it was tough to see. I should have kept it. it no, so no, no, no. I thought it was a great look, but okay, fine. Your opinion does matter to me. I, if any, but not for anybody else, I would do it for you, Matt. 
Well, thank you so much. You know, Coltrane, you were talking about how you always knew you liked Matt. I, I thought it was because he uh, would always send us barbecue, which, by the way, he still does. You just miss out on it because you moved across the country. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I missed that. But, you know, still fond memories because it was still that good. So, And if, if it wasn't for Matt, then I would have never had that. So, again, I take the good with the bad. I'm a positive person about 10% of the time. And that 10% is why we love you. What is Matt supposed to do in his mind other than this podcast while he paints that garage? Uh, That's currently it. I was just uh, listening to the podcast. I've already done my taping and I'm I'm doing the primer right now. Probably tomorrow I'll be able to get all the colors in and it's going to be pretty cool once it gets done. So you're going to have a rainbow garage. Nice. Uh, well, maybe who knows? I mean, it's 2020, <laughs> right? <laughs> Truly it is. Yeah. I mean, we'll have a summer of gay. We all need one summer of gay. And how it works. You know what? <laughs> <Really important. laughs> uh, can't wait to see the picture of the pink room. It's going to look wonderful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I got my, uh, my gym over here. It's not quite as cool as the other home gym, but. It's not bad. Unless you have a home gym. Most people are just eating Doritos and pizza. So I'm good to crap it. When you have the home gym, you can eat Doritos and pizza. Well, Matt, before we let you go, uh, other than more Coltrane, which I think we all agree with, what is number two on your list? What would you most like to see more of on the Black Cast going forward? Uh, the Black Cast has just been going strong. I mean, obviously, a little more Daily Mail never hurt anybody, but uh, everything's been going well. And uh, I can't wait for Black Cast 400. I'm excited. Oh, my God. See? It's going to be here before you know it. At, at the rate we're at, it'll be it'll be pro- a Budzinski. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're going to have more or less Budzinski. Yeah, Truffaut. Blackcast four hundred. I think the rate that we're going at, we'll probably get there in about a month. So uh, you know, we can celebrate, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll be sure to have you back. I think we should always do it like this with the lag time. I think it's that bad, uh, you know, being able to hear each other and respond quickly. I think that's been overrated. Have you enjoyed watching the black cast since we've gone in captivity, Matt? Do you think that the video element helps or do you think it hurts the show? Uh, the video element helps. I mean, I've still been kind of, I'm working probably like just reduced hours. So I still listen to it, but uh, I do appreciate the, uh, the video and it's kind of, it's always fun to see the backgrounds and the interesting backgrounds. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad Will it was, I'm a little sad that Will's not able to be inside of the Frasier living room, but I miss my Frasier. Well, I think that's oh, okay. I think that was only on Zoom. I don't think you can do that on this, but yeah. uh, I think uh, I, I suspect that the Frasier background will show up again. Well, Matt, we appreciate it. <laughs> you look Scrimshaw says, I just put a post-it note over Christian and it's fine. The funny <laughs> thing about that is that's exactly what my wife does. <laughs> anyway, we're going to say goodbye to Matt and KC, but we'll talk soon. Uh, always great to see him. And he does make a point about Blackcast 400. I was thinking about how For Blackcast 400, what we should really do is just test the limits of, one, all of our endurance and just how much the audience can put up with. When we did Blackcast, uh, I think it was 350, I think it ended up being like two hours and 56 minutes or something like that. And I I just want to obliterate that record. I think Blackcast 400 should be 400 minutes. Now, that is three hours and 20 minutes. So we'll have to train. And uh, maybe find a program that works a little faster than this. But I don't know. I think we can do it. Jeff DeRay, do you think we can do a black cast for 400 minutes? Uh, Wait, let me do the math in my head. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I do. I will be right back because my uh, <laughs> iPad's about to die. So yeah, I think that uh, six hours and forty minutes is too many minutes. So no. Well, I say three hours and twenty minutes. So that's what I'm saying. So that that's half of what you're saying. Isn't three three hours is 180? So I thought you were saying 400 minutes. Yeah. So t- wouldn't you have to do that times uh, two? Three? Yeah. No, no, you're right. I just, just showed how stupid minutes. I am. So. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. I thought I did it right. So, hey, yeah, my internet's not the only thing that's slow. <laughs> but uh, Sam Whitfield points out that uh, he's done four hours easy. He thinks that's nothing. So maybe I wouldn't subject you guys to all six or seven hours or whatever, you know? So you think um, that four hours, his wit never failed? <laughs> <laughs> miss you, buddy. I miss Thanks. you. I'm just going <laughs> You know, it would be nice if Bujenski would just write back to our texts. That That's yeah. really what would be good. Pretending, um, yeah. pretending. What happens if I have to pee during this, Christian? I guess if I got up to pee, you, you wouldn't even notice by the time I got back. <laughs> wouldn't look any different to me. I'm just surprised that you haven't uh, gone to pee yet. Or have you peed while you're in there? No, I haven't. I'm almost two trulies in, though, and I'm probably going to have to pee here in a minute. So a liquid. When I have to cast. I like to go easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I choose truly 45. The man's version of sparkling. I'm sure that while you're peeing after you drink your trulies, you will detect because obviously if you drink two trulies, you have to sit down when you pee. Now, you sit while you pee. All right, so that one wasn't my fault. You both talked at exactly the same time. And uh, I, I just stayed out of it. And I'm like, good. That's that's the clip that I'm going to post of you two looking stupid while Coltrane and I just sit there and, and watch. That's that's the one instant where that happened. <laughs> oh. Dude. I just crushed a skinny can. You should be afraid. Uh, well, thank you for assuming that I have a skinny can. But, you know, I think that uh, this is a good opportunity to remind people of a, a live tweeting event that we have coming up on Wednesday. Uh, will Sterling and I will be participating. I assume our friend Kevin Scott will also participate. Everyone's welcome, but the interest level might not be high for everyone. We'll be live tweeting, and you can find it on YouTube the uh, KISS concert performance known as Animalize Live Uncensored from 1984, and we'll be using the hashtag Animal Live. I want to ask everybody here in the chat and uh, everyone here on, on the dais, as it were, if you do the hashtag Animal Live, do you use two L's? So Animal and then the L for Live, or should we just have one L? I voted for the one L because, one, I like to play on bringing them together, and two, I can I can foresee a lot of typos of people forgetting to hit the double tap the L and ending up with Animal Live anyway with one L. So I'm just like, that's where I'm leaning. Jeff Durang? Capitalize second L. Coltrane, yeah. two L's. What do you think? See, if it was going to be Animal Lies, then I would say one L. But since it's going to be Animal Live. That's the play on it is that the album is called Animal Lies. And Animal Live makes it the one word, just like the album title. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. It totally works. What are you talking about? Totally no, it, it doesn't work that way. Right. So you know what you this means now? It means that the every... album was animalized? I was just saying. <laughs> I just went off the cuff again. I, I, was, uh, I was like, wait, did you know it's a great... No, no idea. 
See, I'm witty. What this means is that every tweet now is going to have to have both hashtag Animal Live with one L and then also hashtag Animal Live with two L's. So I, I, I feel like we've just made it worse. Dominican Saxon says for Daredevil or Live, better. it was Daredevil Live has two separate words. All right. If we want to keep with traditions, that's fine. And I think I'm, it's a better play on word, of, play on the album title. If yeah. I think uh, Dominica Saxon was one of the few to uh, join us for our live tweet of the director's cut of Daredevil. And I don't remember if we talked about it on the show afterwards. Will, at what point did you just wish you had gone to bed early and not stayed up for the director's uh, cut of Daredevil? I think a half hour. A half hour in. At first, yeah. there was like this feeling of being like, man, this is bad and fun. And I totally forgot because I haven't seen it since it was in the theater. And then you realize you hit that mark where you're like, oh, this is just bad, bad, bad. Like, it's not so good it's bad. It's, or it's so bad it's good. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, no, this just actually sucks. And it's not entertaining because they think that it's pretty good. And it turns out that it's terrible. If they knew that it wasn't very good, I think they would have had more fun with it. Yeah, I think that the first half hour was actually pretty good. They did a they did an all right job with his uh, his origin, and uh, it, it it kind of fell apart from there. The more that uh, Ben Affleck had to act, I think it took away from it. Yeah, and and John Favreau truly the standout. If they just made it a Foggy Nelson movie and cut out every scene except for his like fifteen minutes. That would be the superior version of the. That's the director's cut for me. I I definitely agree. See that that I don't know if that's a director's cut, but that's the uh, Will Sterling cut that I think yeah. we all deserve, right? Yeah, yeah. I would like to say that just, I was uh, not invited to that, and uh, thank you very much. Everyone was invited. We posted about it on social medias. Yeah, but uh, Coltrane and I. By the way, speaking of you and social media, you know, at one point, didn't you have like fifteen thousand followers on Twitter, Coltrane? I actually think it was more than that. I yeah, think there was, a lot. Was, there was substantially yeah. more than that. I want to, uh, Coltrane, know the number you have on Twitter. So I'm going to ask first Will and then Jeff. I'm going to set the line and you tell me over or under the number of followers that Coltrane has. And remember, he had 20,000 at one point. So I am going to set the line at 400 followers for Coltrane. Will, does he have over or under 400 followers? I'm going to say, under. wait, were we taking bets? Because now he just said he has under this is just uh just uh you know your personal thoughts i'll ask will say, then jeff i was gonna say over but he said under so now i don't know but i'm gonna stick with over because i, I mean have- in fairness i haven't i like i go on twitter like once a month now to post one thing and did that's it and so that's that's kind of it i don't actually I, I don't pay attention at all so i'm not positive that it's under no i'm pretty positive that it's under so i said 400 uh over or under jeff DeRay. Over. So uh, Coltrane, at Coltrane Leaks, you should all uh, get that follower count back up because right now it's at 175. Uh, See, told you. I mean, in fairness, I believe those 25,000 were like bought by somebody. So I don't actually think that they were real. I was convinced that Matt and KC bought those for you. And if I had remembered we were going to talk about this, I wouldn't have asked him because I don't know who else was going to be buying any of us followers. I mean, especially because I had like, it was up to that number, like before I did anything. I don't even know if I had the password yet when you, when like it was at 25,000. So I just assumed like somebody did because you don't just like magically wake up with a Twitter count of 25,000 unless somebody helps you out. Uh, Jeff Duray, which one do you think is a better Twitter follow? Jeff Duray or Duray Jeff? Who would you, if you were uh, just out there, if you were Joe Sixpack or Johnny Lunchbox, whichever you prefer, which one of those accounts do you think would be better to follow? Jeff Duray or Duray Jeff? Joe Rogan. 
Good call. I have watched a lot of Rogan. None of the above. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just not. I mean, you might get some every once in a while, but it's just it's not worth it. <laughs> it you when you well do get something good, it's worth it. Because every tweet I do will probably get read on here because they're so infrequent. Yeah, I only started like actually tweeting again because like I saw that if you don't if you don't tweet for like six months, they were gonna like cancel your account. So I just decided, okay, like once a month now, I'll go on and and tweet whatever the most random thing I can think of to just like put something on Twitter. Now the interesting thing, Coltrane, is that you follow seven hundred and ninety people. The top few actually look like they're somewhat on the up and up. Oh, Ivanka Trump, that's a good follow. I, I have like no real idea. Martha was- McCallum, Andrea Tanteros. Uh, I, I'm starting to see a trend here. Kimberly Guilfoyle. But plus, there's there's still all the porn. There's still like a lot of porn on. There's like a lot of people in porn that I follow. It just said Guilfoyle, not Guilfoyle from Silicon Valley. She's a whore. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's. A- <laughs> Hey, Will, what was going to be on the menu for the today that was canceled? And uh, are you stuck with that food? And do you do curbside pickup? Because I'll come and I'll come and get a plate if you'll bring it out to my car. You know, it was just going to be like your typical salami and cheese and crackers. Got some delicious Triscuit crackers and some Prosecco, Rosé, red wine, Trulies, hard seltzer, by the way. And now we just have an abundance of that food. It turns out we're doing a socially distant brunch at Griffith Park tomorrow in the morning for a friend's birthday. So we're just going to eat all that food tomorrow instead of eating it today. So it actually works out. You know, I can make a small plate for you. What precautions are you going to take? No, like, I mean, I'm... Park? Uh, we're keeping Good far question, away from yeah. each other, basically yelling at each other. So we'll probably be like 10 feet, gloves, masks, eating our food. Up I mean, money. what you really should do is get walkie-talkies. Canned with Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We should. I was thinking that the three of us could do a black cast from the same parking lot, you know, where we'll all oh, that's a good you know, idea. connect from our car or whatever. And, you know, we can we could like take a shot of the other one speaking and be like, look, look how close he is, except you'd be very far away. It would sort of be like doing a drive in podcast. I, I don't know. Look, these are just ideas. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to get some support for uh, for for the black cast nation, you know, try to give them some different things in here. Jamie, the Jamie, uh, who seems to be somebody new joining us in the chat, does point out about how uh, there, there. I guess there was a typo in the chat about porn bots, but now the conversation, because of that typo, has turned into prawn bots, and it's P R O N bots, not little shrimp P R A W N bots. But Coltrane, if you could be followed by twenty thousand prawn bots, I feel like that would be just as good for you, correct? Oh, it'd be fantastic. Part of the reason that I got as many porn bots as I did was because for a time, like when you follow a porn bot, they would follow you back. So that was, it was like a way to try to artificially like boost the numbers. But then because they're all just bots anyways, like they're all gone now. Of course, I'm still following them for some reason, but free porn. Yeah, Porter and the Comic uh, Sam lets us know that Jamie is one of his crew. So that's what I like about Sam Whitfield. He doesn't just show up in the Black Cast chat. He brings a friend. Jacob Downey points out that he shared the link and he got other people joining in. So uh, you know, this is uh this is what the Black Cast is all about. You know? I like uh, that people say uh, Sammy. Ah, uh, Sammy, there's another thing I'm never gonna do. 
I saw that uh, Dennis was on the Ruben report the other day, and for some odd reason, the first th- the first thought that came to mind was Woodsy Moncton, uh, something, something, something. I don't remember what it was. Woodsy Moncton, the the reluctant survivalist. Does that sound familiar, Will Sterling? Oh, uh, yes, that's right. I think it was procrastinative survivalist. Yeah, I just remember yeah. the Woodsy Moncton part, coming. and that was the first thing that I thought yeah. of when I saw it. So. Yeah. Our dear friend Sarah Ricard's favorite was uh, Simnesia Torn Curtain, the Cat Shatter. Get off that! (laughs) (laughs) I do like the Cat Shatter. Coltrane, uh, obviously, again, the world is on lockdown except for apparently uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, You know, anybody who wants to relocate to Tampa Bay apparently can right now. But other than that, Travel is down. Did you have any aspirations on making an LA trip or somewhere in Southern California in 2020, or are you just uh, holding it down at uh, Coltrane HQ? I uh, I have actually talked to a few people, and I did I did want to go out there. It was very tentative because you know it's just like it was around the holidays. You start talking to a few people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we should like get together this year." And it's like, "All right, let's figure out when our schedules will work out," and then you know, like pandemic comes and then in like everyone's in lockdown. And so like that can't happen now. But I mean, it's like I said before, I am not really that afraid of the whole thing. Like I just kind of feel like it's, it's gonna, like we're going to get through it. So like as soon as everything is kind of cleared up and we can like travel again, then I will try to get to get, try to get that plan together so that I can uh, get back out there. It, it, it would be good if it was in time for Blackcast 400 because uh, apparently me not understanding math, I, I I put out the idea of doing like a six-hour podcast that I thought was going to be a four-hour podcast. I felt like 400 was going to be okay. Well, they uh, pulled up the number four so I can understand the confusion. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, Uvula Scrimshaw was uh, also dipping in the uh, old memory banks from the old Dennis Miller show yeah. and wanted to know who sang the song about Kid Matza which Kid Matza, of course, was racist Scott. And that was our friend uh, Julia Lillis, uh, Julia Gulia, who did all of the uh, the theme songs. You know, there were a few people who got their own theme song. Oh, wait, no, actually, uh, Julia just did those couple. Then Sarah did the, the theme songs for Terry and Temecula and Gordon Alberta. Oh, yeah. And I actually forget who else got theme songs. But... Uh, yeah, and there was always the, the thinking that uh, racist Scott and um, Stefan oh, from New Jersey <laughs> with the same person. And then I had them both on at the same time on hold, and I took a picture, and, and that only fueled the conspiracy theories that they were the same guy. But if you remember, we had Stefan from New Jersey on the black cast after the Dennis Miller show ended, which is what we were calling it at that time, that the show ended spontaneously it just ended let's just call it that <laughs> and uh Stephen in new jersey it was he was so funny because he was just like how is dennis does he need help does he need a couple bucks i could send him oh, something oh, and uh that that probably betrayed to me that like okay so this whole Stephen thing has been a little bit of a put on you know <laughs> oh Stephen. Mr. Miller. And there was uh, there was Sergeant Mark. Remember Sergeant Mark? Oh, Sergeant pizza Mark. guy? <laughs> Sergeant Mark, the pizza guy who always wanted to call about uh, all the pizzas he was sending to the troops. Right? I'm yeah. going to send a thousand pizzas. Uh, I'm sending a thousand of them. 
Uh, really? That's okay. definitely before Jeff's time. But, Will, you would remember that, right? You remember yes, the I guy do. with the thousand I, pizzas, right? I do remember the, sorry, Mark, the pizza guy. But he always wanted to come, like, he always said his name like we respected him, like he was a real sergeant. Was he a real sergeant or was he, like, one of those people who calls himself, like, like Dr. Mary? Because he was like, this is Sergeant Mark. And I was like, yeah, okay, hey, what's up? He's like, let me, let me talk to Dennis. And I was like, you don't get to yeah. make is he one of those guys with a bullshit title like, yeah. you know, Dr. Phil or yeah. Dr. Drew or Dr. Oz? You know, Dr. Oz. I, I don't I don't remember actually Sergeant Mark. Yeah. Dr. So, Teeth. I, I mean, know. could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Uh we have a uh, another friend of the Black Cast uh joining us now. Uh I think uh it'll be it'll be good to uh check in with David Hines because David Hines has undertaken the unenviable, unenviable task of re-listening the entire Blackcast library, starting with episode one. David Hines, welcome back to the Blackcast. And two, what's wrong with you? I was going to say, why? <laughs> Glutton for punishment. I decided to go with Will's hair today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like it. Yeah, yeah, I, no. I think I ended uh, around 100. Jeff and I are the only slackers with hair on their head. Yeah. Oh, you've really leveled off then because I remember you getting to a hundred like two months ago. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, changed a lot of that. on the old black cast re-listen. <laughs> yeah, quor- quarantine changed a lot of that. Yeah, he hates us now. He's like, I can't fucking <laughs> hear these people anymore. If I hear Will call himself the resident black cast feminist one more fucking um, time, <laughs> you you weren't the feminist back then though. <laughs> oh, that, when 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 did that? I have to know when that That's, started. It was probably right around the 90s, like 94, 95, I think is when that kind of started. I mean, you were always before that, but now you're, you admitted to it. (laughs) Label on it. (laughs) Yeah, it was right around the time his marriage trouble. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably not inaccurate. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know. They were on the wives were on an episode. That's why they, I said it. Was that 150 though? They were on 150. <laughs> the wives were on episode 75. That was yeah, because that, that was what the silver, I think. Wow. Yeah, that that was the first time where I used the number 75 as a pretend anniversary that nobody gave a shit about, <laughs> and uh, I'm basically doing it this time because I thought it would be fun to uh, do a live stream. But by doing this live stream, it just means that you guys make fun of me the whole time. And you know what? It's great. That's that's really what we're all here for. It's because it's of the delay, Christian. The delay is the problem. Or and is it the a hair. solution? Well, once again, that's the same thing my wife told me. It's the exact <laughs> same thing my wife told me. Henceforth the, the two kids, right? Problem. So, David, what are the <laughs> yeah, what are the biggest takeaways from the first 103-ish uh, episodes of the Black Cast? Uh, what are things that that struck you the most when you were re-listening to these? You know, I mean, the first episodes are from like more than seven years ago. So it's a very different world. One, right. we used to be able to go outside. Uh, there were things called restaurants. Uh, we would talk about going to things like concerts and comedy shows, you know, all these things that don't happen anymore. So what uh, stands out to you from your uh, painful uh, re-listen of the black cast? Uh, no, Liev. Jeff is a good substitute, but he is a little bit less racist than Liev. Uh, but I think that's a Boston thing. I mean, uh, <laughs> Uh, no Coltrane, so uh, we don't get the uh, 
the uh, the color of the group is not there. Color commentary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no color corner. Miss the Daily Mail talk. The impersonations have kind of gone away. I miss I miss Will, you know, doing both Banes. I miss uh, I, I miss Watto. You know, oh, I know boy. Will wants to work again sometime. I really miss Watto. And here's the thing: Will refuses to do Watto anymore. And yeah. I do think it's time to start doing Watto because I miss him so much. He was such a great part of the podcast. I loved having Watto join us in studio. But you know who else hasn't been on in a while? Is Mark Wahlberg. I mean, where is that motherfucker? Been? Yeah. He's been away. I mean, now that we're doing a video, one, he doesn't, he's over in the corner with Peter Chris drinking a saucer of milk, weirdly enough, but he doesn't want to be seen on camera. Okay, you need to remember the bit. If Eric Singer is in the corner. Yeah, the Eric know. Singer is. What the hell? Who cares? I'm drunk. It's quarantine. <laughs> You're drunk. I'm under the same guy. Foods. Neither of them wore the Fox makeup. So, yeah. <laughs> Great point, Coltrane. Will truly is deep, and he's truly madly deeply. I had my mouth before that. Okay, get off my back. <laughs> so, right. Good time. Uh, Good time. Yeah. We would, uh, yeah. I think that uh, when we started doing the black cast, you know, outside of the studio, it became apparent that uh, Coltrane was, was not quite, but also as big of a nerd as the rest. And new guy was definitely as big a nerd as us. So the whole show kind of turned into nerd talk for you know most of what the last like two hundred and fifty five episodes. I would say yeah, that's much. kind of really been where we're at for most of that time. I don't know. I, I guess that what we're missing is, you know, Coltrane's Corner used to be called Guy Talk, and uh, we're missing the the guy, you know? I think there's another kind of talk with those letters, but if you switch one out, you could say that's what it became, but I will not say what that word is. Would you say that word? <laughs> T-email? Yes. Uh, sure. That's terrible. Well, uh, David also did a great job of writing really these. You did like book reports of some of our episodes because we recorded them and I couldn't remember what was in them. So I sent them to you early and was like, yeah, just write." And they were really funny and I was going to read them. And then we all got locked in our houses. So uh, <laughs> I do still want to read those. So we can okay. do that some because I thought they were really well done. I appreciate you, of course, putting yourself in the harm's way of listening to all this, uh, this radical content from an earlier era uh, that, you know, look, times were very different back then. And uh, Will was very different back then. I, I would say we're all better now. Well, you used to do characters like Watto. You hmm. would uh, throw around some of the words that, uh, that, you know, maybe might make Jeff or I laugh now, but you wouldn't use now. You know what I mean? So you were a little different back then. <laughs> Fanny. <laughs> Do you remember your quote? Do you remember your quote from Clerks 2 that you asked me to delete out of an episode? Well, oh no, I don't. I'm trying to remember. Were you bringing it back? Is. Oh, did I say that? No, it was uh, it, it was talking about the trilogies, and uh, it was in conjunction with uh, oh, with the Lord yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say what yeah. it was, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. said it, and it was really funny. And then, like afterwards, you were like, "Oh, you know what? I I can't. You got to take that out." And I took it out for you. It was, fine. um, but of course, I cut it out and saved it, and I have it on a. On a sizzle reel that I play back all the time for myself. To, to cancel me at any moment, whenever I become. It's your ringtone, Will. Every time you call him. Yeah. It's just that. Hey, 
They're not. They're Hobbit. Yeah. He's got them <laughs> saved on a folder on his computer called uh, Blackmail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He had to buy an external yes, hard drive. Yes, but it's of for, course uh, a Blat M Blat M A L E. Of course, that's obviously what it says. Well, David Hines, we appreciate you so much for uh, always uh, being such a fan of the Blackcast and re-listening to the Blackcast is just insane. But uh, we always appreciate it. Thank you for uh, taking a few minutes out of your uh, out of your quarantine and uh, <laughs> quarantining yourself <laughs> with us. So I would say the uh, the last time that uh, you sent in some of those uh, book reports, I didn't read them. So I'll read these next ones and then and then I'll uh, solicit more from you. But uh, David Hines, thank homework. you so much for joining us. Is it? Yeah, I'll give you more homework, but I want I want to prove that I'm going to use what you already did first. Okay. Uh, well, thanks, David. Uh, great to talk to you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you, guys. I wasn't sure if I should uh, actually just say goodbye and hang up, or let him say goodbye. You know, I, it, a lot of this uh, turns into you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> then no, with no, you, you hang up. we have to say you hang up, and then we have to wait for you to recognize that we told you to hang up. And then now there's a more awkward like when who hangs up when, and we have to yeah. As Bostonians, TK and I have perfected the Irish goodbye, which is to just hang up. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before the first person gets the first you hang up out, like they say yeah, and then you just hang up and then you you've gotten it. Oh, so you yeah. think I can just Irish? I mean, goodbye. sometimes it's just mid-sentence. You know anyway, what used to be a great thing um, on the black cast? You know, I'm starting to, to think couldn't do anymore. It was the uh, poetic What's reading that? of finding Peter Pan. That was wonderful oh. until somebody said that I couldn't do it anymore. We talked about this. Is that still around? Does that still exist? You could do it now. You've, it's not yeah, fun now. No, no. We've been in a situation for the last couple of years where uh, <laughs> you're more than welcome to do it. But let's be honest. Someone was crushing it in her career, and we wanted to really highlight that. I, I think that we were just doing a public service to everyone, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, I wish there was another friend with a blog that we could read. Those are those old articles of this person on Elite Daily from 2015. It's from that same person. Was it called Finding Peter Pan? Is that the name of what the blog was? It, it, I think so. Because yeah. it was like because yeah because like Finding Neverland was the movie. So yeah, I think there was the I think find I think it was Finding Peter Pan. I forgot about that though. That that was a good memory. And we, you know, we used to uh, do dramatic readings of hate mail uh, because uh, Paul P. I actually couldn't remember his name for a second. Oh, I, uh, who I think five years on, I don't think he listens anymore. But I was convinced for a while that he was definitely still listening to the show, Paul P. Yeah. You know, for a while there. Uh, but. Uh, you know, that's such a that, that's such an earlier era of the black cast, uh, Paul P, who uh, he hated me. But, well, more than anything, he hated the fact that you were on your parents insurance, despite the fact that you actually basically only worked on the show. They you insurance because what they paid you, which, um, by the way, let's just say that we know someone who works directly for Westwood One. And that person gets paid exactly what you got paid like 10 years ago, Will. <laughs> so they're even worse now, the company. Yeah, that was always funny to me. It was that Paul P. would always make jokes about how I was on my parents' insurance. I was like, you're, you're making jokes in a message board room of a show that I'm on salary for and have my own health insurance. 
So there's nothing about <laughs> this. There's nothing about this that makes me feel inadequate to you who cosplayed as the vampire from Twilight for your high school prom. Then uh, it was just clearly no uh, bitterness there, Will. <laughs> what, I love, what I love is like he that guy could have easily become one of these crazy white nationalists and like we might not know it. He could be in one of those groups. So wait, wait, I don't have I don't really know who this guy was at all. Let me get this straight. There was somebody who was young enough to be in high school when Twilight came out who was a fan of the kind of references that Dennis makes that Correct. are like, Yeah, look, I'm high school surprised. kids really like when you're able to take a reference from Room 222 and segue directly into the Mod Squad. <laughs> I, like, I wanted to make a joke earlier on in this, but it's like I don't want to take – it's like – I barely worked with Dennis, so I I just think it's funny that his references are so old. And I wanted to say, like, I can't wait for 50 years for somebody to be making references to, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z, the way that he refers to, like, people as though we should know what's going on. Just like, yes, in the year 2060. Oh, do you remember that hooligan Jay-Z? <laughs> oh, you're in a tougher spot than Jay-Z in that elevator with Solange. And this is like, no one has any idea who any of them are. Okay. <laughs> I can't yeah, even remember all of them. Uh, I just remember I, like I, parts of them. Okay, we have uh, one more guest who's also not Bujanski, but uh, we're only uh, going to hear him. We're not going to be able to see him. Uh, but it is uh, it's uh, our friend uh, Dominicus Saxon. We have uh, to know who is. Uh, y- yeah, he's like a Blackcast super fan. You know, he's not the super fan, mostly because he hasn't bribed us with stuff like Matt and Casey has. <laughs> That's the only um, way. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. We are for sale. Yeah, he yeah, it says that you muted yourself, Dominica Saxon. So we'll only hear you, which I think we've heard you on the Black House before, but we still don't know what you look like. So can you say hi, Dominica Saxon? <laughs> it would have worked if he had that was talked to me that, but he didn't, so Shit. All right. Good time. It was kind of better that he didn't, though, because what we're doing is we're just waiting for everybody to talk. And uh, it's funnier that he didn't talk in honesty, not because of what he said wouldn't have been funny. It's just uh, that was a great moment for him to not actually be there. So um, I can I can leave him there and he can jump in uh, whenever he'd like. By the way, Sam Whitfield says he's 25 and he gets Dennis's references. Uh, Look, I think that Sam Whitfield, you're a different breed of cat, as the big man would say. Not everybody, uh, you know, appreciates uh, all of it. And here's the thing i i pretend a lot i i i maybe get 40 percent of the references and i and i fake that i get like another 20 percent, and then the rest i'm just like i have no idea what that is so in any case coltrane what's on tap for you the rest of the weekend are you going to have more four-way conversations where one person is lagging much far behind the rest of them or are you going to do something different than this I, I think that this is going to be my only uh, four-way conversation where there's one person lagging. This will probably be that only conversation until the next time I talk to you guys. I will go out at some point, uh, probably tomorrow now. Probably not going to go out again tonight because it, it was windy the other day. So there's a bunch of uh, like sticks that have uh, that bro- branches that fell off of trees that are in the yard. So you know, go outside, do a little yard work because that's what I do now, yard work. I mean, not a lot of it, but a little, but a little. So I'll probably do that. By probably do that, I mean, no, nah, I won't do that at all. Burning season in Massachusetts. There's, there's no, this, you're no you're supposed to get your shit done right now. It's burning season, right? What, but 
there's not there's really not a lot to do over here right now. I heard it snowed there recently. It did, but it was it's funny because it snowed for like uh, it snowed up until like noon or one, and then there was like a couple inches of snow on the ground, and by like five it was gone. But it was like actually one of those really nice snowstorms where like the snow's really coming down and it, it looks like a good snowstorm. But yeah, it was it was gone. Like the last week for me has been like really windy and rainy and stuff. So as far as what I'm doing, nothing. And I kind of like it. I mean, I'll probably come up with like a new way to like cook Do rice. You- nah, I won't. It'll be the same. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you head out to the supermarket and uh, do you have to gloves and the mask out your way or is that uh, maybe that's uh, unique to Southern California right now? Oh, no, that's still like it's still one of those things you're supposed to do. I just like I I do actually pay attention to the news. So I was picking this stuff up like back in January. So like as it stands right now with like between like rice and lentils and like tuna fish and stuff that I have in the house. I could probably go at least two months without having to leave the house and I could probably push three. So I actually don't really like go to the grocery store that much, but the times that you do go out to like the store or something, you do have to like do masks and gloves and stuff, but it's not that bad. Besides I live like kind of further out. So it's not like everything is crazy busy anyways. Like even the first couple of days when everyone was like rushing and grabbing toilet paper, cause that's what people did. Um, it really like the stores weren't even like they were busy, but not like LA busy. So it wasn't terrible. I don't know. I guess, uh, nobody needs to go buy toilet paper. Jeff, you were, you were running low at one point. Uh, I, I was going to, I was going to leave some, uh, on your front doorstep. However, I was going to light it on fire. Uh, so (laughs) that probably wasn't going to help your cause. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. We're good. I also feel like it's like one of those things where like as soon as we started thinking about like, oh, well, we only have these like few rolls. You just don't use toilet paper for some of the things you might have otherwise where you're like, yeah, like, oh, the dog drooled on the ground. Like I'm, I'm in the bathroom. Let me grab this toilet paper. I just like uh, using more like rags and re- stuff. That I'll just wash because it's reusable. Right. And now you're more likely to masturbate into a dish towel instead of using tissues. I was just going to make that joke. God damn it. No, no, no. Well, I use that. Dominicus Saxon, it has been it has been a pleasure to have you on here, Dominicus so Saxon. Valuable. Thank yeah. you. We'll figure out what the technical uh, glitch was, but I would always love to give you a chance to say hi. But I feel like, what if he's just not talking? He's like, oh, I thought that uh, this will read my thoughts, Dominicus Saxon. We appreciate the effort. I think it uh, it would have been fun. Look, we like having some of our our biggest fans, our our officers in Black Cast Nation the uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, Team Blackcast. Honestly, there's really only one Mount Rushmore of Blackcast, and you're looking at it right now. It's these four handsome men. Fuck Pujanski. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's all right. Here's the thing. Uh, he's he's just going to get... Dra- he'll get dragged into this one day. You know? He'll never get dragged I'll just remind him how many... I'll remind him how many recordings I have of him uh, before he became a big radio celebrity and, uh, <laughs> that I don't need to, I don't need to dig too deep to let's just say I don't need to dig too deep to find what it is. What I think we need to do is get some old Bujinski clips. Like, you know, 
pick me out some selections and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make an appearance from him real soon. That would be good. (laughs) (laughs) So does that mean that we could have some Bujanski clips head into the studio with DJ Tanner? See, here's the, here's how I think it goes. I think there's two good options. There's the version where we just take some shit that he said and like splice it together to make him sound like an asshole, which is easy because you just could just replay what he said. Or we get like a couple like yes, no's, and then you ask him questions and then he responds to all your questions. I feel like hmm. both of those are kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like both of them. They're both going to work really well. Yeah. And of course, I was going to make well, the joke that, that he doesn't have the balls to come on the show, but that's because he doesn't. <laughs> you mean he doesn't have the ball to come on the show? <laughs> uh, and we laugh. In any case, despite the lag time, despite being ridiculed on the show that has my name, uh, this was a lot of fun. I like doing it this way. I love getting the interaction from I was going to call them the fans, but I don't think anybody's actually a fan of this thing. The people who pity listen to the show. Yeah. Or they, uh, for the, uh, but I do appreciate all of it. Uh, I think we had a very lively chat. And uh, I don't know. I, I want to try this again. Maybe StreamYard isn't the place for us. I, I don't really know what the, the problem was. We'll figure it out. But uh, Coltrane, let's have you on much sooner uh, than uh, whatever this was. It was far too long since we've had you. And it was uh, it was a joy to see the smiling face, smiling because you knew we were going to talk about Casey Anthony. Damn right, gotta talk about my bitches. I mean, my love. Coltrane, not uh, our resident feminist, but he is available uh, on Twitter <laughs> at Coltrane Leaks. You could be follower one seventy six if you like. Uh, if you follow him on Coltrane Leaks, take care, and uh, we will talk to you very soon. Okay. Yes, I'm going to sign off too. I made a, uh, right. you made a what? You made a stinky in your pants? No, well, because my other plans got canceled, I was like, cool, this gives me time to do this longer and then do another thing at 3.30. So now I'm like up against it. Yeah, I know you're up against it. I'm sorry. I was uh, really no, trying to, to include other people in the show. I am, but uh, let's not forget about Animal Live Wednesday, the 29th of April, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh, watch Kiss Animalize Live Uncensored with Will Sterling and I. You can find him on Twitter at Will Sterling underscore. Also, that's your Instagram, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, anything else to promote, or uh, are you out? I'm out. Irish goodbye, even though I'm saying goodbye. Not Irish at all. I appreciate it. And, of course, Jeff DeRay. Now the show's going to be fine, because it's just you and I. Probably not going to be much of a lag time. There's no delay at uh, all. You're fine. <laughs> no, as soon, as soon as we, you know, it, it, you know and look... I'm going to hang up on you and then I'm going to do another hour 45. So uh, that's going to be the part that looks really good. Uh, I know you won't promote yourself. I think people should follow at Jeff Duray and at Duray Jeff underscore. Uh, Gene Beretta was still in the chat. He's saying bye guys now. I didn't even realize he was there that long. I uh, I would have interacted uh, better with you. And Jeff Winston, what's everybody coming into the chat at the end for? What is this? But it's great to see everyone. And uh, I, I think people should follow you. And uh Jeff, everything's all right. I know you weren't feeling good last week. You didn't. You didn't have the COVID, but uh, you just weren't feeling well, right? Yeah, I don't know. There's. I'm having this weird problem now where I keep having like like my throat gets really tight and sore, but I don't know. 
Yeah, that was the excuse my first girlfriend used to give me all the time, that her throat was getting really tight and sore. So anyway, well, on that note, I'm going to say goodbye to Jeff DeRay. I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to wait for everybody else to to basically trickle out of the chat. So okay. I'll keep talking to the chat by myself. Bye, but, chat. Uh, all right. And we will uh, talk to him soon. Look, he hung up on himself. And now, now, it, look, everything is coming up Christian at this point. And by that, I mean only the religion here. Jeff Winstead points out that he was here. There was just no comic talk for him to chime in on. Uh, I did love that uh, Sam Whitfield uh, hung in the whole time. Sam uh, was kind enough, as I mentioned earlier in the show, to have me on his show. It's called the Whitfield Report. Uh, I wanted to call it the Whitfield Wire, but I'm sort of conflating it with the uh, with the Daily Wire. And Dominica Saxon points out it's the saddest podcast now because it's just me. But I'll tell you what, I've now made it even sadder because I've added Dominica Saxon back in, but he can't talk. So I've made it sadder now because it's a podcast where I have a guest and he can't talk to me. Uh, anyway, I just thought it would be funny. Yes, you've called me an asshat now, and I, I think I deserved that, but uh, that's okay. Uh, I, I do wish we could have talked. I really don't know what happened. I feel like this is a little too highfalutin for all of us. Maybe uh, the next time we try and get Dominicus Saxon on, we'll do it on uh, Zoom or Skype or something. Raging Rhino and Sam Whitfield are basically saying that they're going to hang in here because uh, I said I would stay on until everyone leaves the chat, but now they're waiting me out. Here's the thing. I've got two kids to tend to upstairs, so uh, I don't really want to go anywhere. <laughs> really don't want to go anywhere. But in all honesty, I should. And uh, let's see, not next week, but I think the week after, I have designs on providing all of you in Blackcast Nation with uh, five shows in a week, uh, doing a Monday through Friday, just seeing how well-received that is. And yeah, you have the really expensive microphone, but if you sit like a mile behind it. Look, I was being socially distant from my microphone uh, a second ago, but now I'm realizing that uh, it's definitely uh, the time on the clock says it's time to go now. So uh, in any case, uh, I, we've got a lot of fun black hats coming up, some one-on-ones with uh, friends of mine. We've got uh, some interviews that I've been doing and uh, some archival content, all sorts of stuff coming up. Uh, I'll have uh, obviously Will and Jeff back really soon. And uh, let us know what you thought about uh, this episode. Uh, yeah, uh, Jacob Downey says, cheers at the, Black, uh, at the Black Cast, great cast. When is the next one? We'll definitely have an episode next week. Um, I don't know if uh, it'll involve Will and Jeff. Uh, it'll probably be uh, one of my one-on-ones with some of my friends, but we do have a, a Star Trek Picard wrap-up show that we're doing. It'll involve Jason Blair, uh, Mark Hunt, a.k.a. Rafe Gutman, and hopefully my friend Tom Kelly. Uh, I want to be able to uh, really dive into that, which we haven't done yet. And the show ended like a month ago now, but I think we're still going to talk about it. Uh, I think that'll be fun. So we've got that coming up. And uh, I don't know. You know, that's the beauty of kind of doing it down here in the bunker. Uh, you know, friends want to catch up. And I'm like, great, you're going to be on my podcast. Because it's like, I'm not going to make a phone call. If I'm going to have a lengthy conversation where I catch up with somebody, I am going to utilize that uh, that content. Uh, Rock620 says, stay and do some comic unboxings. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Rock620. Uh, because uh, people are watching the YouTube feed right now. Uh, for the audio version, this won't be that interesting. I am just going to reach behind me and see what's in here, okay? So we're going to see what comics are in here. 
And, uh, oh, this is actually not particularly old uh, X-Men Gold. It's from uh, 2012 or 2013. So when I talked to Chris Claremont the first time, it was because he had written a really short story in here. Here's a good one, though. Uh, Uncanny X-Men 172. Uh, welcome to uh, that's uh, the the wedding of uh, Logan and uh, Mariko. Uh, Jeff Winstead points out comic unboxing is content I tune in for. And uh, on the other side, yes, I know Will thinks I'm a savage because I put two comics in the same bag. But look, there's room. There's a board. Everything's fine here. This is a great one. This is uh, when Rogue joins the X Men, and it has the uh, the infamous phrase, "Welcome to the X Men, Rogue. Hope you survive the experience," which we see on many many uh, comments, uh, comics, X-Men comics. Jacob Downey says, uh, comic reach around. Here was a series that I really liked that was much too short-lived, uh, X-Men 92. So basically what they did is they kind of continued the world created for the X-Men animated series, and they did an ongoing series, but they couldn't call it X-Men, the animated series, the comic book, because one, there'd be two colons in the title, but also, uh, I guess, Fox Kids owns that property. So... Uh, they called it X-Men 92, and I really liked this title. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it sort of was not too far off from where my interest level in the X-Men fell off, you know. Uh, Dominicus Saxon makes the point that he half expected to see a body wrapped up in Matt's garage. That was probably the scariest thing we saw. All the plastic that he had in there. I, I made the, the Dexter reference that it was his kill room, but I'm a little worried as to what Matt was uh, up to in there. And Jacob Downey makes the point that when you put two comics in the same bag with the board between them, it, it keeps the comics tighter and in place. See... I knew that I liked you because you agree with me. All right, I'm going to reach into a different box and then I'll be done and we'll say goodnight. And there's still 10 of you here. So these are going to be, yikes, these are actually uh, not bagged nor boarded. I guess because it'll tell you how much I thought of Secret Wars 2 that none of the issues are bagged or boarded. Jeff Winstead will agree with me. Secret Wars 2 is a tremendous letdown, largely because of some subpar art that was found in there uh, from Al Milgram. Now, this is the actual Secret Wars, which uh, I have no excuse for these not being in a bag. This is one of my, uh, you know, this is such a big, like, first crossover. I love the original Secret Wars, but I don't have it in any bags. But this is the first one I ever bought. And it's uh, Hulk holding up the mountain. And they gave us kind of a recreation on that in uh, Avengers Endgame. Somehow we've added more people since I started doing this. So clearly, this is what people wanted. And uh, yeah, uh, Whitfield, uh, Sam Whitfield mentions that there's a uh, Wolverine uh, scripted podcast. The first one, I think, was called The Long Night. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, and then Jacob Downey points out Secret Wars 3 is on the toilet paper holder. I know that there have been subsequent Secret Wars uh, I'm only I'm only all about the classic Secret Wars. I don't uh, I don't know much about the later series that were called uh, Secret Wars. Anyway, so uh, you know maybe this is uh, some of the the extra content that uh, I can create for uh, people after we finish the show. Uh, look, here's a great one. Here's a particularly valuable comic, uh, Ewoks number eleven. Look, I love Star Wars, and that included the Ewoks, all right? I am not ashamed to own Ewoks number 11. I believe I own every issue of the Ewok series. I think this number 14 might have been the last one uh, from Marvel's very short-lived star imprint. So anyway, 
I do appreciate everybody who stuck around. Uh, and, uh, you know, see, you ask for a comic unboxing, you know that these are full of comics. I was happy to do that. I really had fun with this show that we did here today. Uh, I know that uh, the technology was not on my side, but uh, everybody else seemed to do okay. And uh, we'll figure out how to uh, do this again. I like doing these live, and I think uh, as as long as we're doing quarantine shows, I think uh, we'll try to figure out a way to do them live, I don't know, maybe once a month. Let us know what you think. You can tweet us at BlackCast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Uh, Jacob Downey points out that he liked Ewoks. He watched the series when he was four. I love the series. I think I was 10. I was definitely too old for it, but I still love those characters. And uh, Jeff Winstead points out he was more of a droids man. The droids cartoon is uh, something that I wish were available on Disney Plus or basically anywhere. You can actually find it on YouTube. I just mean it was available legitimately. I think that uh, that was uh, you know a little bit more advanced than Saturday morning cartoons were in 1985. So uh, I'm a huge fan of the uh, Droids cartoon. And Rock 620 also liked the uh, the Ewoks. Uh, and Rock 620, thank you for sticking around even though Zia's not here. I, uh, I, I know that there were a few people that uh, were disappointed that she wasn't here, but I'll tell you who wasn't disappointed she wasn't here. Zia. Also me. No, I'm just kidding. It would have been great if she was with us. Tune in. Uh, you know, always go to blackcast.com. You'll find uh, the latest of everything we're up to. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T uh, dot com. And tweet uh, at me, at Christian DMZ. Let us know what you thought of this, what you want to see more of. Uh, I will do more comic unboxings. I will do whole videos of that if you guys like. I kind of like the way I just did it, where I actually didn't know what I was uh, reaching for. Yes, reach around. I know. I remember the joke. Let us know what you want to see. Uh, look, I'm down here a lot anyway. <laughs> I do blackcasts down here. I do shows for After Buzz TV down here. And sometimes I just come in here because it's a little quieter than uh, where the kids are running around. In any case, uh, that's all the time we had. Thank you so much to Coltrane, to David Hines, to Matt and Casey, to Dominica Saxon for attempting to join us. But uh, that just means that you're going to get dragged into another episode. So you have to be ready for that, my friend. Uh, but we will definitely uh, talk to him soon. Uh, and uh, no thanks to uh, Liev, David Bujenski. Fuck David Bujenski. Uh, more comic reviews, too, says Jacob Downey. Um, yeah, I've got... Uh, I actually have a, a few comic shows that uh, I've got planned, a few things I'm going to read. But uh, we'll, we'll announce that in the future. I'll tell you right now what it is. How about that? If you guys are sticking around almost two hours, I might as well tell you what it is. Uh, I've never read Crisis on Infinite Earths, but our friend Jeff Winstead sent me a trade paperback of it uh, quite some time ago, actually. And uh, I'm going to read it. Will and Jeff are going to read it. And then we'll also talk to Jeff Winstead. And Jeff Winstead will also be on. Jeff Winstead, who is in our chat, uh, he has his own comic called The Alternate, which you can find on Comixology. The first six issues are now available. And uh, please check it out. I enjoy it. Uh, not just because I like Jeff Winstead. I also think people should read it because it's very good. Raging Rhino, thank you so much for hanging in there the whole time. Uh, yeah. See, I knew I could wait out the chat. Now everybody really does have to go. So uh, anyway, we'll do stuff like that. I'm going to do a show in the near future with Zach Wilson, who I do Marvel movie news with. We're going to do kind of like a book exchange. Uh, I'm going to have him read uh, Marvel graphic novel number five, God Loves Man Kills, because he's never read it. And he's going to pick something more modern and uh, that I've never read. And uh, we'll basically discuss our thoughts on it. Going to do those kind of things uh, also with uh, music and probably movies and some other stuff. So look, 
we're down here in the bunker a lot. And I appreciate all of you who spend time with us. Blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, The Blackcast on Facebook. And of course, you can find The Blackcast there. I love that uh, more people are, are checking out the show video-wise on The Blackcast YouTube channel. I am going to have my work cut out for me when I do the audio version because I'm going to try to cut down on some of that lag time. And there was a lot. But that is all the time we have for The Blackcast right now. We will see you next time on the broadcast. And listen to the damn show. <laughs>